1: It's time to do the show, I mean, shoe the dough, with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central, or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless of course you're a patron, patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae.
3: Welcome to another episode of Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae. Oh,
4: Danae! We haven't been sitting here since you've announced publicly that you were pregnant. Not on the podcast. Yeah, talk about it. How are things? Um, I for sure have a, a baby bump now. Yeah.
3: So that's different.
4: Uh-huh. Are people commenting on it at all?
3: No. And my friends. My friends are, not strangers. I do feel like people are looking at my belly when... Okay, first of all. Anytime you're saying hello to somebody or you're Uh walking into a room, whatever, people do the body scan. That's happened forever, right? Maybe for you. You've never noticed that?
4: No, people don't scan my body. (laughs) What? No, no, no. I've never noticed that.
3: People people do body scans on everybody.
4: I I mean, I imagine as a woman, I imagine that's much more likely.
3: You might be right about that.
4: I mean, just as visual as guys are and just, you know. It's
3: just something that I've had to adapt to over time mm-hmm. and not be self-conscious about it right like not assume that whatever they're doing subconsciously because mm-hmm. i don't even think it's a conscious thing right i know sometimes it is but most of the time i think it's a subconscious thing i don't take it personal i just move on mm-hmm. you know right because i do the same thing i scan people's bodies sure it's not like i'm trying to be weird about it you right know? but it doesn't, it's just like, it doesn't have
4: to be a pervy thing
3: oh there's a person up down and then I move, right and I'm just, here's how
4: tall they are Here right. Here's how wide they are here's yeah
3: and I abs- I have a weird memory detail thing, or I can remember what color shirt and pants and mm-hmm. shoes, and sometimes even belt and watch people are wearing, even if I never talk to them. Whoa. So, so if I if I'm in like a restaurant or something, and I do a full scan of the room, and I'm really paying attention, yeah, I can usually remember. Like at a live show. Uh-huh. This, here's an example of that at a live show that we did in Springfield a couple weeks back.
4: Yeah.
3: Um. I was trying to remember how many people were there, and I went through every single, single table, and I remembered who was sitting there. Yeah. That's kind of fun, right?
4: You have an interesting room memory. Room memory. Do you, do
3: my you, room memory. Do,
4: but, <laughs> do, you, do you feel like it's because you're casing the joint? Like, you're trying to figure out, you know, who's a threat, who's there. Not intentionally. What, what situation, you know.
3: Every once in a while, my spidey sense does go off. And, yes, every once in a while, I do have like an, an exit strategy depending mm-hmm. yeah but anyway back to your question now i feel like and i don't know if i'm in my own head about this i feel like people pause at the belly okay for the first time ever
4: like they're trying to figure it out yeah especially if they obviously if they don't know
3: and they're and then so it depends on the shirts that i'm wearing too because sometimes i mm-hmm. have you know tighter shirts here's something interesting
4: as mentioned in the the uh, live chat somebody mentioned well if you would quit wearing that cut off shirt people wouldn't Stare at your baby mom so much.
3: Hey, don't judge my cutoff <laughs> shirt. I love that thing. It's super comfy. Did you know, you might not know this, I was chatting with my grandma was um, the very beginning of my pregnancy, so I wasn't showing mm-hmm. her anything, and she was talking about how back when she was a young girl and she was pregnant, it was not okay for pregnant women to even really be seen in public.
4: Like, you stayed yeah, home. Yeah, it was, man, it was a different time, right? Like, yeah. there were just things you didn't discuss, things that you pretended didn't exist.
3: Yeah, and one of them was if, if a woman was pregnant, you you wore the loosest fitting clothes you could, mm-hmm. and then once you started showing, you pretty much just stayed out of,
4: And for know, many, I mean, especially um, young mothers or mothers out of wedlock, uh, for many, you left town. Like, y- yeah. you you went away. Oh,
3: yeah. If you if you weren't married, then it was not it was not good. So I'm thankful that I don't live in that era because I have so much more freedom. You know, I not can, to hide it, not to hide my my shape uh-huh. that's happening.
4: You hit it for quite a while though.
3: People ask me if I can feel the baby yet. The answer is no. I have not felt the baby move yet. Although I know it is moving because we had an ultrasound. So, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful I did that because I was starting to get like. All right. Okay. This Sh- is hard.
4: Show yourself, little girl.
3: This is... It's a difficult. I like... If I like a book, I read it all in one sitting. <laughs> you know? You, you like a movie? It's over in like an hour and a half and you, right. you have everything you need. Right, right. We do a show. We do an entire radio show. We have a, a whole conversation in mm-hmm. two minutes. Yeah. You know? I have to wait forever for this to be well, completed. nine It's a long time, man. A little
4: more than nine months. Yeah.
3: So... I'm right now at 18 weeks. I'll be 19 weeks at the end of this particular week we're in right now. So I'm almost halfway done.
4: What would be the equivalent, uh, equivalency for like me? Something that I would have to wait for that would affect me as well. Because
3: you're waiting to move inside your body? <laughs>
4: no, I don't think we can
3: a get that detail. parasite of some kind. <laughs> I know, right? I don't
4: think you we can get You went to that Africa. Africa. <laughs> you were bit by something. You have a worm. I meant maybe like, uh, maybe like a new phone. Like technology that's not going to be out for you know nine, ten months or whatever.
3: Uh, in the chat mentioned a special order cheeseburger.
4: <laughs> that is quite a cheeseburger. It could be something like the specialty foods, like the only limited time foods, like um, like the, a fudge the, dipped the Mc, Oreo, the McRib. You know, like at McDonald's, only comes around every so often. <laughs> something like that.
3: It's it's similar.
4: The McRib has the same effect sure on my body as, as a pregnancy has on yours.
3: I've been, I think I've had it really easy compared to some of my, some, I have a friend who's pregnant and she's got a really difficult pregnancy right now. And so I feel really thankful that I'm, I'm doing well. And thank you for asking. It's weird for me to talk about it because.
4: Well, but it's public now.
3: But it's public, so I can talk about
4: it. And there, I mean, and one of the things about what we do is we're just hanging out, chatting about what's going on in life. And there's nothing else going on in your life as big as the fact that you're having your first baby. So I think naturally we're just going to talk about it.
3: I wonder if I'm still kind of in denial. I actually I will I'll forget that I'm pregnant pretty regularly. Yeah. Until I stand up or go to move, <laughs> and my
4: so you'll be like reclining, you'll be like, ah, oh, life is good, and then you go to stand up, and like your center of gravity is completely yeah. different. I'll well, and... be like,
3: oh my goodness, look at my tummy. <laughs> but because I can't feel her moving, and um, and then there's not really a lot different in my life. I mean, I'm eating more, but I'm mm-hmm. there's not a lot different in my life. I forget that I'm, I forget that I'm pregnant. It's a
4: big thing to forget, Danae.
3: <laughs> I'm just trying to take every day super relaxed and chill because my goal is to have like a super chill baby. Yeah. I just want to have a chill baby.
4: It reminds me of Healthy like-
3: Healthy, chill baby. When I've
4: got like a cup of water or something like sitting beside me, I forget it's there, you know, and then I like stand <laughs> up and it goes all over the place and I'm just like-
3: I hope she I doesn't should, go all over the place. That'd I be should. weird. <laughs>
4: well, you ready to shoot a dough? I'm ready to chew a
3: dough. Let's right. Let's start off today with a little- Peruse the news as all as usual, uh-huh. and yeah. and then what are we going to play today? We're
4: going to play some true or false.
3: I love true or false. Yeah, it's
4: our new favorite thing. So you'll probably hear uh, a lot of this in the coming weeks. Sorry, yeah, we're a little obsessed with it right now. But it's fun because it's a different topic each time, and like you get to learn new things. And so I'm excited for it. But first, from the edges of the universe, well, mostly just this planet. People talk about things. Those things are news, and so we hear. Peruse the nose! Take that, Mr. Bannon. Okay. Oh, Bannon. I meant Bannon. Yeah. Who's Bannon? Let's just let's just move on.
3: Okay, moving on.
4: Maybe maybe that's how we'll start peruse the news is just by saying Donald Trump is president Shh. and moving no, on. No,
3: we're moving on. <laughs> Google's new photo scan app makes it easy to digitize old prints. So, I love looking at new tech and Google is one of my favorite tech companies, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Google Photos is my favorite app. In fact, on someone asked me recently what my most useful app I use is on my phone. Yeah. What would yours be, Aaron? Just out of curiosity. Most
4: useful app? Yeah. Well, I mean, how do de- I mean, how, because I would say my camera. Like, I mean, that's the most useful to capture memories in digital form and to have them forever. Okay. Like, that's really useful.
3: But this is like an app you downloaded, not something that mm-hmm. came to be with the phone.
4: Oh, and well. some, some,
3: Something that you're using, a feature you're using on your phone that's most useful.
4: Uh, get back to me okay <laughs> tell, me, tell me what yours is
3: mine is google photos um people sometimes don't even know that it's an option but if you have a google account it syncs straight to your google account yeah and it backs up all of your pictures on your phone to the cloud a lot of people you know already have like cloud type things but i really love how they do it
4: i totally agree that would be mine too if it counts i thought that was also one that but it doesn't get...
3: come with your phone you have to download oh, it, and use it i see and um, something, a feature that I really love, for example, is you can search your pictures the same way you can go and do like a Google search. Essentially, you can search for you know silver, and it'll pull up everything it's, that you've it's taken crazy. pictures. Yeah, of you can
4: do a Google search in your own pictures, or
3: you can search for circle. Uh, so I was looking for a, a picture I took, I had taken several years ago, of a key, um, not a key, but a it's so like a
4: charm a charm like a locket uh,
3: yeah it was it was kind of like a locket it was a necklace mm-hmm. piece yeah
4: i only knew that because she was playing with her necklace yeah, by the way out. i wasn't reading her mind Whoa.
3: <laughs> and so i searched for silver circle because i could not remember when i took <laughs> the picture and there it was so alongside super... the
4: picture of the supermoon was your <laughs> was your charm
3: so they have a new app call, uh, out right now they're specifically trying to make sure that they can have everybody you know have help backing up their photos mm-hmm. and A lot of people have photos that are not digitized yet. So they have created a new app for iOS and Android. Um, It is called Google Photo Scan. And it walks you through how to scan your photos. So it's not just taking one picture. You're scanning over the picture and it's helping to line it all out. So you have a really great image that you can then store digitally. I
4: love this idea. It seems like it would be time consuming.
3: Yeah. I mean, definitely. Like, I'm thinking of
4: my box of 300 pictures that were pre-digital era that I've been thinking I should scan at some point and get them, digital. you know, digital.
3: Well, you can send them off to a professional well, and course. pay money
4: for it. Right.
3: Um, But this is just a more convenient way. Like, and if you
4: have one that see, you want to get online.
3: I the what I did a while back is I got a scanner and I put all of my photos face down on the scanner and then I did, like, one big picture and then I cut mm-hmm. out, like, smaller pictures out of it. So I would love to do this. And maybe your your point of having a whole bunch of pictures, I do too, would be to pick my favorite ones to start with. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if they would let us put the approximate date in. So you I can would think kind of... I would think so. It, they do all sorts of I organizational stuff. being able to go back and see mm-hmm. in, in the timeline. Um, you're prompted to line up your picture with a border. And once you have the picture aligned... You press the scan button, it activates the phone flash, and you start the process of getting the high quality representation of your photo. So there's four white circles that appear at four different quadrants of the image, and then you can move your phone over each dot until it turns blue. So they I like it. make it really simple and easy. It just came out, and it's getting a lot of really good
4: reviews. Well, it doesn't surprise me coming from Google.
3: Again, it's called Photo Scan, all one word.
4: Very nice. Uh, my first part is the news. Speaking of Google, Facebook and Google to stop ads from appearing on fake news sites. So this is interesting to me because the internet is full of misinformation. It's like a, like a common joke, right? Like people know you can't necessarily trust everything you read on the internet. Even one of our most trusted internet sources, Wikipedia, a lot of people go there for stuff, cannot always be trusted because well, yeah. it's human it's, error. It's humans, Yeah, it's crowdsourced. So I find it really interesting to enter into a debate on... How Facebook and Google are going to decide, you know, okay, this is an untrustworthy site. This is this, you know, article we know isn't true. So, you know what I mean? It just seems really interesting.
3: Without getting into any political conversation, Aaron, and I mean this. I don't want to talk politics.
4: That's fine. I. I but. We already we already covered politics.
3: <laughs> but uh, this kind of all started on an article I was just reading before you said that because I, th- mm-hmm. I thought this was a fascinating thing, too. Yeah. At Facebook headquarters, there is a group of people who work there who um, have kind of band together to try to help solve the problem of fake news stories mm-hmm. becoming so popular and shared and people believing them. because it creates And becoming such top a, search results. Yes. Yeah. And then on Facebook specifically, um, the conversation is that the news stories that were being shared helped to sway the election. mmm and so they're passionately having these arguments at Facebook headquarters about how we played a role in this election.
4: And trying to decide, you know, how do you...
3: And sharing wrong information, specifically right. wrong, not not good information that comes from the news sources. But Different angles or whatever, is, yeah. This is, we're talking about websites who share false information, and because of the way that their sites are set up, you cannot tell where the source material comes from. It's basically just you know, clickbait. Those, right. The clickbait sites where at the very bottom in the right-hand side, they have all those other clickbait headlines. And so and then Google, in conjunction from what I'm understanding, is saying, okay, we want to identify these websites that are not legit and stop allowing them to even have ads on their
4: site. So uh, let me give you a real-life example of why this is important to Google. Because if the top result for a question search is wrong information... Let's take, for example, my brand new Google Home that I got. I can ask Google questions. I can say, hey, Google, what is this? If Google then voices to me false information because that's the highest result, Mm -hmm. that's a big bad deal for them. So I think they're really trying to figure out how to
3: identify those sites. Yeah,
4: identify true information, which is a lot harder than it sounds because truth is as much as we want it to always be black and white. It does get a little tricky.
3: I think that's why they're really trying to figure out what their uh, main reason. like if a site will not cite its sources then mm-hmm. that's a fake news site. You know, and it kind of gives some identifying markers um so that they're not just shutting people down right. who are legitimate. So, I thought that was interesting too.
4: At first I thought it was about The Onion. It's not about The Onion.
3: This is not about <laughs> The Onion. No. <laughs> I which I'm glad cuz I think for the Babylon
4: I think the, like, Bee, I think the, Onion's the Christian hilarious. satire. Is that what it is? Babylon B is the Christian satire site that's doing really fun stuff. Really? hmm Yeah.
3: Well, there you go. I had no ideas. All right. My next one is about pigs. Okay. Authorities uh, report that 200 pigs have escaped after a Michigan truck crashed. Oh, and no. I love well, these livestock? stories because then they get to run free.
4: <laughs> well, the ones that you know aren't injured. Shh. <laughs>
3: Well, I don't want to talk about the ones that are injured, I know, Aaron. I'm just saying. I don't want to talk about them. If they were those.
4: in an accident, I'm sure some of them. So
3: authorities say about a, 200 pigs got loose after a, truck's heading to in, a truck heading to Indiana was involved in a crash on a foggy southwestern Michigan roadway. There were injuries. There were a dozen or so pigs that did not make it. And there were some humans that had injuries, but no, no human life was lost. But because it was so foggy... The pigs that got free and survived, they ran into the wilderness <laughs> to go start, <laughs> start happy little pig colonies.
4: Pig colonies. That's nice.
3: So I wanted to bring that up because I would of, be
4: much more you know what I'm not gonna say that what? No, I just realized that, that, that might be that that might be a little insensitive to your loving of animals and what? I was gonna say something about bacon and roadkill and taking it home
3: that reminds me of the question that we had at the live show about right. whether you would only eat.
4: That's what that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I would be much more apt to eat roadkill well, if it was bacon.
3: Well, 10 to 20 pigs did die, so you could have 10 to 20 pigs bacon there. There you go. But the ones that got free are going to go start their own little piggy families <laughs> in the woods.
4: That's nice. That's a good hopefully thought. Hopefully
3: there's no other predators. Okay, moving on.
4: <laughs> Ancient, uh, earliest known stone version of the Ten Commandments is up for auction.
3: What? Wait, what?
4: The earliest stone version, known stone version of the Ten Commandments. Is
3: up for auction?
4: Is up for auction. Bidding will start. At a dollar. At $250,000. That seems low. Well, that's where it's going to start. Where do you think it'll end up?
3: Oh, goodness.
4: It's described as the national treasure of Israel. It was first uncovered in 1913 during excavations for a railroad station in Israel. Okay. It is the only intact tablet version of the commandments thought to exist
3: oh that's fascinating isn't to that me. interesting yeah because i wonder who would be interested in getting that you know like mm-hmm. is it going to be a private collector what about the bible museum, museum yeah, in dc like that. would they yep. be putting money in to try to get that to because that'd be a great you know mm-hmm. thing to have at a a museum but why wouldn't it be donated? I guess somebody wants to make some munana. So who makes the money off of this? I'm not
4: sure. I, I don't think it mentions who the original owner is in here. At least I didn't see it. But um, how much do we think it's going to go for? I think at least a million.
3: Me too. I was thinking 1.2 uh, to 1.7.
4: Well, that's very specific. But I, I bet you're you're right in the right range. Interestingly enough, it lists nine of the ten commonly known biblical commandments from the Book of Exodus. With an additional commandment to worship on the sacred mountain of Mount Gerizim. So there's there's a swapped commandment in the Ten.
3: So that's probably why this one was hidden away.
4: <laughs> and I think we. You I think this is a common thing, right?
3: You can't erase your spelling we errors. We have
4: commandments all the time.
3: You can't erase your spelling errors. <laughs> Not on, on stone.
4: Rock. Nope. Not on stone.
3: My final one is hundreds join man and dog for their final walk on the beach together.
4: Aww. this
3: really touched my heart. There is this dog named Walnut. He's an eighteen year old whippet. Well, at this point in time, he was an eighteen year old whippet, and his dog owner, who loves him very, very much, uh, who lives in England. His name is Mark Woods. Made a Facebook post saying he was going to take Walnut on his last, you know, walk. Before he had to go put him to sleep because he just had stopped eating. He wasn't doing very well. Mm -hmm. But they had been buddies for a really long time and had a great life together. So he just wanted to go on like one last kind of walk on the beach and invited people to go. Well, it was shared ridiculous number of times. And hundreds of people showed up. It's so great. Either individually just to be there to walk, you know, with them or with their dogs. And so they had this big community kind of send off Mm. for this old dog named Walnut. And this one really touched my heart because I was like, that's a really sweet thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, my friend who lost his dog when his dog got older, whenever his dog couldn't even walk anymore, he'd put him into a a wagon and he, you know, towed him around on the wagon so they could still walk together. Yeah. I just love stories like that. Well, it's very
4: personal to you too. Yeah. I mean, you know, your own puppers are getting older and...
3: Madeline's little back legs are not doing great. Yeah. Let's just be honest. So They're uh, failing her pretty frequently. I think there's
4: real beauty in mourning with community, you know, in the idea of having people come along and, you know, bring their their puppers along, too.
3: I saw a post of somebody. And this is kind of depressing. I apologize. But um, I saw somebody post a picture of how they kind of did send off for their dog once. And I thought it was so beautiful. They dug a deep grave, and then they laid there. It was a St. Bernard, too, of all mm-hmm. things. Oh, it was awful. I'm like, bawling. Yeah. And then they sprinkled, like, petals, and they put her favorite toys in with her, you know, and they had this really beautiful moment, and they took a beautiful picture of her, you know, this whole goodbye thing. And I was like, oh, I'd love to do that. Here's the problem. Missouri soil is all rock. So I have no idea what I'm going to do with Madeline, but I would yeah. love to, when it's her time... To do something like really sweet for her, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's gonna be walking, so yeah. no big community walk send off. So I have to come up with something sweet,
4: yeah, some well,
3: some kind of send off for her when the time comes.
4: We'll be there for you for sure.
3: Thanks, they, Aaron. They
4: mentioned the uh, you mentioned the breed of the dog was a whippet, and in the chat somebody said the exact same thing I said when I heard the dog was a whippet in my brain. Whip it, whip it, good.
3: And then do you want to know what I did? Uh-huh. The wrong song. I know. Do, 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 <laughs> nope, let's push do, it. Do, 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 do. But for some reason, those are combined together in my mind.
4: Uh, my final one, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is this year's Sexiest Man Alive. Really? Yep. Do you pay attention to this kind of stuff? What kind of stuff? People Like people's sexiest man alive.
3: Um, I definitely don't look forward to it every year or something. <laughs>
4: I just got this image of you waiting by the mailbox.
3: Oh, who's it going to be? Wasn't that a TV show? There was some character I remember watching on some sort of a media outlet who was always interested in who the next sexiest man. Oh, um, yeah, it was a... <laughs> Jessica Jones was in it, I but think, it wasn't Jessica Jones. It I was think I just saw her, your memory short circuit. Her character was in another one.
4: She's, the actress was?
3: Yeah, another like little little TV series and they were
4: always looking forward to it was terrible uh-huh.
3: Her, ki- yeah so well, anyway. how, what do you,
4: how do you feel about this Dwayne The Rock Johnson
3: I respect his work ethic yeah I follow him on Instagram I find him hilarious
4: why is there a sexiest man alive you know big to do but not like a sexiest woman alive Feminists, yeah
3: backlash probably
4: I mean I just wonder if both of them I don't know that's just I the wonder I just wonder if the idea the both of them the ideas are outdated like you know the idea that for sure it's like, outdated. We should go with like most interesting man alive or most interesting woman alive, or you know.
3: For some reason, though, sex sells. You know.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, and
3: and I get that people like to see the objectification of the body, even though it is ridiculous. And well, it's so
4: sexist. It's like, very
3: sexist. Yeah,
4: and but that's okay when it's men, I guess, is what I'm saying.
3: If you had said anybody else, I would have been like, I don't care. But uh-huh. the only reason that I'm interested is because I really think that. He works so hard and... It's not like he's super young. And he's so
4: good at so many things. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's a fascinating person. So I would rather see him, like you said, like more on a fascinating Mo- most list. Most
4: fascinating man alive, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. He yeah. has
3: been named the hardest working man in the industry recently, and he, and I think he's the highest paid actor right now because crazy. he's working so much. He's doing movie after movie after movie,
4: and somehow working out like you know five hours a day or whatever he does. And to he's keep a, that yes, shape.
3: yeah. He works out all the time. And he has a newborn as well, a new baby. Wow. I only know this because I follow him on Instagram.
4: Maybe he should have been tiredest man alive. Like, <laughs> dude's got to be exhausted. Uh, let's chat a little bit about uh, Patreon.
3: Yeah, Patreon is an incredible site. Uh, it allows artists and individuals and independent studios to be supported by our fans. That is exactly how this studio exists mm-hmm. as far as a podcast network so uh Aaron and i have been working together for a while now we started the studio dna kind of brand recently so studio dna is our podcast network shoe the dough is in there sif pop is in there and on patreon we have other things kind of on the horizon we'd like to take shoe the dough to be a multiple day we mm-hmm. kind of check in go over fun news things with you guys uh multiple times throughout the week but we get to those goals with your help. And so with a dollar a month, you can help out, but the perks start at three dollars a month, and we could really use your help. So if you have the ability to do that, head there. There's also some fun things that you can you can get like perks. No. I think
4: the most interesting one for me that you might want to think about it is there are every episode we get on our live show beforehand and just kinda of chat. We call it them exclusive pre-show. That can show up right in your podcast feed if you're a patron because you have a special private unknown podcast feed that you can plug into your podcast player and you get all the bonus episodes straight to you. I think that's really cool.
3: You also get to have the Shoe the Doe episodes and the Stiff Pop episodes. And all of that. We also want to thank another one of our supporters, Stoker Media, uh, for being part of our sponsorship. Stoker Media offers professional video production and photography services in the Springfield, Missouri area. So if you need a video created from conception to completion, Stoker Media can do all of that. They work with corporate clients, organizations, Ministries and individuals who need the right media piece to tell their story They also offer event videos for weddings and presentations and conferences and parties They also have a professional photography service It's perfect for portraits for families and children and newborns. That's gonna be me (laughs) Uh, Maternity also You're gonna be a newborn? senior. I am considered geriatric apparently in my uh, engagement and weddings. They also offer um, professional headshot photography services and they have options to fit your needs and your budget. So Stoker Media Photography's goal is to capture worthwhile moments that you can save for a lifetime and you can contact Stoker Media at 417-763-1259 or online at stokermedia.com That's S-T-O-E-C-K-E-R media.com
4: some things in the world are true. Some things in the world are not. And that is why we distinguish between the two on true or false. Ooh. All right, here are your uh, topics for this week's true or false quiz. Because
3: last time we did whales, right? Yeah. That was so fun.
4: All right, here, here are your choices. The First World War, dinosaurs.
3: Dinosaurs. <laughs> you don't even want to hear the rest? <laughs> no, I do. Go ahead. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> hey,
4: if we're on, I'm looking at the rest. I still think your choice will be dinosaurs. Baseball.
3: Oh, let's do baseball.
4: FIFA World Cup, which is soccer, or Julius Caesar.
3: All right. We also will take your suggestions in the live chat here for just a second. Yeah. If you guys can. That's true. We can ask. Type yeah, the quickly. live listeners,
4: if you, because you're on a little bit of delay, so you'll have you to type leaning? in quickly what what you want.
3: Which one are you leaning towards?
4: um i like the two that you lean towards i like dinosaurs and baseball if i had to choose i think baseball is interesting because your husband's such a baseball fan i
3: do too and i think i might know more than i think that i don't know that i think i know
4: (laughs) wait (laughs) i don't know if if that made any sense
3: it didn't but that's okay
4: all right Uh, i don't see any uh votes in the chat so i know
3: my husband would be like go for baseball babe so uh, I'm saying for- I'm saying baseball. Oh, we just got to vote for base- baseball in the chat.
4: All right. We're going with baseball. Do it. True or false about the sport of baseball. Fifteen true or false questions starting now. True <sighs> or false. OK. Okay. The original home of the Dodgers, Los Angeles, was in Brooklyn. It's
3: true. The Brooklyn Dodgers.
4: That is true. Nicely done. They that played- was in
3: some movie that I watched when I was a kid.
4: Really? The Brooklyn Dodgers. And so I
3: said, it, the Brooklyn Dodgers.
4: 1883 to 1957, before moving to L.A. in 1958.
3: In fact, I would not have known that they were in L.A. Because I only know it from the Brooklyn Do- I think it was maybe a Bugs Bunny.
4: So you would have been, so if they said, true or false, the Dodgers are located in Los Angeles. I would have said you would false. Have, you would have been, like, more confused. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> true or false, the 1994 season was canceled Following a player strike. Ooh, that sounds interesting. They canceled the entire season in 1944 because of a player strike. True or false, Danae?
3: Is the entire season, like, the, the whole, all of the months? Every, all, because it's like a season. All the games,
4: the playoffs, there was no, it's like half champion. a year long. What, the baseball season? Yeah. Yeah, it goes on for a while.
3: So they, they canceled the entire year. That, half is, the, of that a year. is
4: the statement. The 1994 season was canceled following a player strike. Well
3: that's a lot of players to all be in mm-hmm. cahoots together yeah,
4: well that's that's what a strike is. everybody sticks together.
3: I wouldn't think it'd be the whole season. I would think that it would only be like a few games or something until like they, they work it figure out it out. yeah, that's a money maker. Well, I will
4: I will tell you I think I think we're going to go with false on this because I do think it was just a partial season that year. but sports uh leagues have lost entire seasons to strikes. Oh, they have. What year was it? 1994?
3: I hmm. don't see. I think it was a
4: strike shortened season, if I'm remembering correctly. But
3: I've never heard Justin talk about it, and I'm sure he would have constantly brought that up. As all right, an so interesting we're going with false. I'm going false.
4: All right. Are you on false? Yeah, that is false. <gasps> uh, the, the 1994 season ended August 12th. Most of the season matches had already been played. I love that it calls them matches, not games. <laughs> uh, however, the player strike prevented the holding of the World Series, which was a first since 1904.
3: Whoa. We have some really strong baseball fans in the chat.
4: Why they knew the answer to that? Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. All right, uh, on to the next one. True or false, the pitcher, Cy Young, holds the record for the highest number of wins and losses. That's a that's that's the whole gamut. Now have you ever heard the name Cy Young? Sure. Okay.
3: Somehow. But I don't know why.
4: It's it, they The best pitcher of the season gets the Cy Young Award. Okay. Every year. So they named the award for best pitcher after this guy.
3: He's a pitcher? Yes. And, and they said that he got the highest...
4: The pitcher, Cy Young, holds the record for the highest number of wins and losses. Wins and
3: losses. So it has nothing to do with him batting?
4: No. This is just nope. his
3: team winning and losing.
4: Right. Well, it, there's... Okay. So there's an interesting... Like, to get a win as a pitcher isn't just your team winning. Oh, okay. You have to be responsible for that win. So you have to be ahead when you leave the game after a certain number of innings. Okay. <laughs> I love explaining baseball stuff to you. It's amazing.
3: <laughs> but then he also did bad, according to this.
4: A lot. It says he has the highest number of wins and losses.
3: Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Aaron?
4: Um, I don't, I don't think he had the highest number of losses for sure. Why
3: would they give him an award if he was the losses? Well,
4: you'll see that a lot of times actually, you know, like, they feel uh, bad? well, no, no, like Michael Jordan or whoever, let's say Wilt Chamberlain actually, I think is the scoring leader overall. Oh yeah. In that basketball, is That guy. Sure. He not, he not only has the most made shots, he has the most missed shots too. It's because he took so many more shots, but I don't, I don't know that that was the case with Cy Young. So let's go with false.
3: Okay. I'm following your lead on this one. All right.
4: Oh, it's true. Oh. Cy Young holds the record for the highest number of wins and the highest number of losses. He won 511 games in 316 losses. His winning percentage was 61.79. Highest wins and losses.
3: Way to go, Cy Young. I knew I knew that name from somewhere. I'm glad you told me that it was a trophy thing, because I hear it whenever in the background.
4: In 2005, true or false, the Montreal Expos moved to Washington.
3: Why would they call themselves the Expos? <laughs> what, is it,
4: what is an Expo? Like a, like a World's Fair? Don't they have like the Expo and.
3: Yeah. Like but the Exposition.
4: Why? Not Exposition, but. Aren't they um, all
3: like animals and stuff?
4: <laughs> not always. Sometimes they're events, apparently.
3: And this one has to be false because there's no way that they would call themselves the Expos. No, no,
4: listen. They were definitely the Expos. Oh, Montreal okay. Expos was a thing. What? In 2005, did they move to Washington, though?
3: Washington Redskins.
4: That's that's football.
3: Oh. <laughs> this is, this also,
4: is... <laughs> also they could have changed the name, the Washington baseball team. Oh, that's true. They do have a baseball team now.
3: I'm literally just going to be spitting out random sports facts <laughs> that I think are relative, like related to what we're talking about. I think that's true.
4: I, I think they did move. I think that's where the... Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the team in, in D.C. now, but I think that's where it came from.
3: Because I don't remember the Expos being something we talk about, so they must have changed their name, right?
4: Oh, Let's... yeah, 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 for sure.
3: Okay. Well, what are they now, then? I think,
4: are they the Senators? This, is, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> I can't. The Nationals. They're the Nationals now. <laughs> there's, a, there's a team called the Senators. I it's would call hockey. them the there's Monuments. A hockey, there's a hockey team that's called the Senators. Really? Yeah. Maybe like Ottawa? So there the, is, yeah, there is some team called the Senators. Why? I know there is. Why?
3: Why? I don't know what to say on this one. I think true. I'm saying true. All
4: right. We're saying true. It is true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, The Expos were the first baseball franchise outside of the United States. What was it? uh, They were founded in 1969 and they moved to Washington where they took the name Washington Nationals. There you go. Because nobody wants to call them the Expos. (laughs) True or false. Ty Cobbs stole home 54 times.
3: I know the name Ty Cobbs.
4: Played for the great Detroit Tigers.
3: I also kind of want a Cobb salad whenever I think of
4: him. (laughs) He also, according to many reports, was not a great person.
3: So then, yeah, he stole because he's not great. (laughs) I'm saying true.
4: That'd be quite an accomplishment, but I'll go with you on this. Is that too many? That's a lot. I mean, to steal home. Okay, so do you know what that means?
3: Yeah, I know what that means.
4: So basically, he is trying to beat the pitchers, thrown ball to home from third base.
3: What if it's... What if they just transpose numbers? What if it's more like thirty something? Is thirty something more realistic?
4: I listen. Most people haven't stolen home once. It is that like it's that rare. Well, but it was but a different was this, time. Yeah, yeah. When
3: when was Ty Cobb's? Oh popular? wait, like in the
4: twenties, I think. Oh, like yeah, the teens and twenties. Yeah,
3: guys couldn't throw very well back then. <laughs> Let's say true. Let's say true. We're
4: gonna go with true, even though that's that's quite it a sounds bit. ridiculous. It, it is he true. Did. Yeah. It's true. He was a player renowned for his aggression. Uh, The legendary Ty Cobb managed to steal home 54 times during his career.
3: Whoa. That's amazing. That's a lot.
4: Mm -hmm. True or false, the Toronto Blue Jays were founded following the removal of the New Orleans Patriots.
3: Wait, hold on. We're talking about Canada and New Orleans and and Patriots and there's a bird, so I'm confused. What?
4: (laughs) Well, I think what it's saying is they added the Toronto Blue Jays after they took away the New Orleans Patriots, who I have never heard of. In my life.
3: So hold on a second. When you're saying they, do you mean like...
4: Major League Baseball.
3: Oh, okay. The people in charge.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who are you thinking the they was? I
3: didn't know. There's so many different things to think about in baseball that I don't usually think about. So I'm very confused.
4: <laughs> Just the in, fans? In the general. umpires?
3: I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> a city? I thought it was a city. You know, the city itself?
4: Yeah. But then why would Toronto
3: be interested in when, when Los Angeles does something? Or not Los Angeles. New Orleans. New Orleans. I'm saying false because I just think that it's false.
4: I would say false just because I've never heard of the New Orleans Patriots. That seems really strange to me.
3: And the Patriots are football people anyway.
4: (laughs) That is true. They're in Um, New England. But I I wouldn't be surprised if it's true and I just haven't heard of it. Because I I don't even remember when the Blue Jays were started. But do you want to go with false? Let's go with false. I think we're going to be wrong on this, but let's go with false.
3: Oh. Oh, it is
4: false. We got it right. Nice. The Blue Jays were an expansion team which means they were a new franchise founded in 1977. As for the New Orleans Patriots, they never existed.
3: <gasps> Thank you! Well done, Thank Aaron. You. See, this is why we're doing baseball. That was a trick question. That was a trick oh,
4: question. That was nice. All You're right.
3: getting to flex your, your mental baseball
4: stuff. True or false, because of his miserable character, Ty Cobb was never elected to the Hall of Fame.
3: That can't be true.
4: Well, you think of people like Pete Rose, who've been banned from the Hall of Fame just be- because he gambled on his sport.
3: When you say you think of people like so and so, <laughs> I know you're talking to other people that are not in this room because I don't oh, even man. know who you're talking about. <laughs> so that can happen, I guess. You know, they're just yeah, and
4: know. and like Mark McGuire and those guys that that used like steroids to hit all those home runs in the early '90s. There, people aren't electing them in, you know, because they feel like they cheated. So,
3: yeah, we already learned that Ty Cobbs had a bad attitude.
4: Oh, yeah. He's he's got he's he was a he was a person apparently they
3: called him a bull.
4: <laughs> Did they? I don't remember learning that.
3: Um, I thought that they said something about that in the previous <laughs> question, but maybe I was just imagining things.
4: Um, I'm going to say this is false. So I'm, I'm almost sure. Ty Let's Cobb's read in the, the Hall question one more time. Uh, because of his miserable character, Ty Cobb was never elected to the Hall of Fame. I, I'm almost sure he's in the Hall of Fame. I've been to the Hall of Fame, and I feel like I remember seeing his plaque there.
3: I just prefer Cobb salads with the avocado <laughs> ranch from Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go with you on this one. I would think that he's actually in there.
4: Yeah. I think he is. Because stealing so 54
3: we'll go- home run bases, that's a, <laughs> that's a big deal, guys.
4: Yeah, nobody else has stolen 54 home run bases.
3: Did I say it wrong?
4: <laughs> stolen home <laughs> 54 times. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're going with False. That is false.
3: We got it correct.
4: Tyrus Raymond, quote-unquote, Ty Cobb, was the first player inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in 1936. An athlete with an explosive character, he ended his career with a three sixty seven average, the highest in baseball history. History. All right, true or false, baseball has never been an Olympic sport. That's false. I've seen Olympic baseball. Olympic, uh, baseball's an Olympic sport now, isn't it? I thought I, I thought they brought it back because it was an Olympic sport before, and then they got rid of it.
3: I have no. This idea. This one like really got
4: really deep, like it really stumped us.
3: Well, it seems a little surprising that there wouldn't be baseball in the Olympics. Yeah, it, it would, I'm
4: almost sure it's at least been an ex um, an exhibition sport for sure. And softball, I know, is an Olympic sport.
3: That can't be true. Then
4: we're we have, going with false. We're going with false. Yeah, that's false. Baseball was an Olympic sport for five Olympic games. It made its debut at the Barcelona uh, Barcelona Olympics in nineteen ninety two, and was part of the competition until the Beijing Games of two thousand and eight. So it's not anymore, but it was there for a while recently. I thought it was recently
3: because it's boring. <laughs> it takes forever.
4: Uh, I but, know it's yeah, not boring you for got everybody. A team to root for, it can be. Yeah, the first World Series was a best of three series. True or false? True. Why would you say true so quickly?
3: Because I it's been false a lot. <laughs> so,
4: do you know what that means? Best of three series.
3: Best of three series means that it's whoever gets to three first.
4: Whoever gets to two first.
3: Whoever gets to two. First.
4: Maximum of three games. So if
3: that doesn't and now it's six.
4: No, seven. Seven has to be an odd number, otherwise oh, you right, could tie. Right, right. So right, yeah, right. it's best of seven now.
3: And it's whoever gets to a million.
4: Four. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more than half. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> you just gotta win more than the other team. Um It seems I mean, it seems possible.
3: If it's for sure. if it was early on, I just can't imagine that it would stick that way for long. I'm gonna say that it's true because go it you. was the beginning. Before they knew better.
4: I'm going to go with you on this one. We're going And they wanted it
3: to stretch out because baseball is all about stretching everything out as long <laughs> as possible.
4: And well, in that spirit, we are wrong. We uh, are? In 1903, the Boston Americans won the World Series with five wins in three losses against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It was a best of nine. So It you was are... even worse. <laughs> it was
3: even worse. They actually lowered it.
4: Best of nine. Wow
3: baseball all year
4: there there are some fans that would want to go back to that for the world series Uh, specifically cleveland indians fans this year uh true or false the japanese uh ikiro suzuki i think it's ichiro suzuki holds the record for the highest number of hits in a season true or false
3: well, considering you can't say his name, that means he's not that important. No,
4: he really is. He's he's probably the most important Japanese transplant player ever. Like he,
3: you just don't know how to say his name. He
4: is a hit machine. Like he.
3: So, what do you think? If this is, I true? think it's true. Read it again.
4: Pete Rose holds the the record for number of hits overall, but I think he does have the season record.
3: Pete Rose, mm-hmm. beautiful flowers.
4: The Japanese Ichiro Suzuki holds the record for the highest number of hits in a season.
3: So he hit the ball the most times.
4: Well, he, and yeah, it got on base. So what? You,
3: you have to get on base for the for it to hit?
4: count as a hit, yeah. But you still hit it. And 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 if somebody else makes but, a mistake and that's the reason you get on base. This is the rule I don't like. It doesn't count as a hit. Which it counts is horrible. As an error.
3: You did a good job and you're getting it all ruined. <laughs> no,
4: you should have been out, so
3: But that's not but you it's weren't It's not out. fair to other people you if
4: you get credit for somebody else's mistake.
3: That's how things happen in life. Someone <laughs> messes up and you get to benefit from it. That's why sometimes you get extra french fries. Well, you could still, you or know. Or an you extra still get nugget. A, a run... and you're, you know, somebody else made a mistake. You have a benefit. Okay,
4: all right. Do
3: you know what I'm saying? I,
4: I hear you loud and clear.
3: He should get all of the hits. I'm saying it's true. We're
4: going with true. It is true. Uh, it was 2004, had 262 hits. Uh, set the record for the highest number of hits in the season. The previous record was 1920. George Sizzler. Of the St. Louis Browns,
3: Sizzla. But Hit, here's the, hits. How many hits did he actually get?
4: With That's the what errors, I know. Denae wants to redo the math. But I don't
3: want to call them errors. I don't like that.
4: <laughs> what should we call them?
3: Truth, <laughs> true hits. Uh, if I was the commissioner of the baseball,
4: the error is a a really good stat for people to keep, though. So you can know your players. If they're making mistakes, you want to be able to keep track of that, right?
3: I mean, I don't understand why. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, we can have this conversation another time, though, because I don't, I'm going to have to understand so much more before I make a valid choice.
4: All right. We've got uh, four left, five left. Uh, 2004, the New York Yankees overcame a 0-3 deficit to win the American League Championship in 2004.
3: I don't even know what the American League Championship is. This,
4: this was the year where the... I thought 2000... Yeah. This is the year the Red Sox won, so I know this is false because I think it was actually the Red Sox that overcame the 03 deficit against the Yankees because my son Ethan was born at the exact moment the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004
3: The only thing I care about is that your son Ethan was born <laughs> I I I have what I'm calling the baseball glaze starting <laughs> All
4: right, only a few more questions. That
3: was so you're saying false?
4: I think that's false because I think the uh, Red Sox won that year.
3: Okay. You're correct.
4: Yeah, in 2004, it was the Boston Red Sox who overcame an 0-3 deficit to win the American League Championship at the expense of the New York Yankees.
3: Good job, Aaron. Way to remember what was going on besides your wife giving birth. I
4: bore a child. Well, sorta. I sorta. I you supported. Sired a child. (laughs) (laughs) True or false? The longest Major League Baseball game lasted 25 innings.
3: I'd say true.
4: I it may be longer, but I'm going to go with true. Let's say true well. because right, that's true. scary.
3: That's a long time. It is
4: true. Oh my goodness! It was 1984 on May 8th and 9th, uh, 1984, uh, The Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago White Sox played a game with 25 innings. The White Sox won seven to six, thanks to a thanks to a Harold Baines home run in the 25th inning.
3: How do those guys want to keep playing? Well, the How pitching do you is the, the pitching them? is
4: the interesting thing because pitchers aren't. You know, they can only pitch so long, and you only have so many pitchers. At some point, you have to put position players out there to pitch, like guys who usually play like first base or something. Shortstop. Yeah, they have. T- nicely done, Danae Hughes. I knew one. Name another one.
3: Outfield nicely guy. Nicely
4: done. Uh, Into. Further pitch.
3: outfield guy. <laughs> the inner field guy.
4: <laughs> you're doing good. You should have stopped it, too. Bat, bat boy. Bat <laughs> boy. Bat boy. They have to send the bat boy out to pitch. <laughs> All right, question number 13. Pete Rose, the record holder for hits, never won a World Series. That's
3: so sad, Pete Rose. And you know what? He w- had the most of those hits until the other guy did.
4: No, he still has the most. He's the record holder for overall hits, not season.
3: So for his career, yes. you mean? Yeah. I love Pete Rose.
4: <laughs> He's the one I was talking about who isn't in the Hall of Fame That's because he bet on baseball.
3: Something really, he what?
4: He bet on his own sport, and, and so they banned okay. him from the, from the Hall of He's Fame. He's
3: not okay because he had faith in his own team?
4: <laughs> he says he only bet on his own teams, but... If you bet against your own team, can you see how that's a problem? Like, then you don't play your hardest and you purposefully lose so that you win money.
3: Oh, I see the problem now. (laughs) (laughs) I understand now.
4: You have an impact on what's going to happen.
3: Uh, So what's the question again?
4: Uh, He never won a World Series. I'm pretty sure that Big Red Machine won a World Series or two with Sparky Anderson. Yeah, Sparky Anderson won a World Series with the Reds, and I think Pete Rose was on that team. Sparky Anderson was the manager. Sparky. I knew, Is he, his
3: name really Sparky? I don't think so. Oh. That'd be kind of cool.
4: I'm going to say false because I'm pretty sure that team won I a still have chi-
3: time to rename my child Sparky <laughs> if
4: I wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love that. Pete Rose, the record holder for hits, never won a World Series. True or false?
3: Let's say false.
4: All right. We're going with false. It is false. False. I knew it. They won three World Series, 1975-76 with the Reds and then 1980 with the Phillies I Knew that big red machine in the mid 70s. One,
3: what is this big red machine?
4: That's the t- team he was on, was the Reds, and their nickname was the Big Red Machine. Oh, because they had like him and Johnny Bench, and like they had all these amazing players all at the same time. Ishi Mishi, <laughs> Ishi Mishi was on that team. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two more to go. Question 14 with. 2,632 consecutive games, Carl Ripken Jr. holds the record for the greatest number of games played without missing one.
3: I'm saying that's possible.
4: 2,632 games in a row. I
3: think it's possible for someone to not miss work for that long, but I just want to take a moment to reemphasize how long baseball is. That is a long time. (laughs) Baseball goes on forever.
4: But that is, I mean... uh, he, this is true. I mean, I'm almost positive this is true, unless the number is off. But um, no one will ever match this. It's incredible that he played without injury for that again? many seasons. Uh, Carl uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Cal. Mm-hmm. Probably short, is short, for, short like, for Calvin. Calvin or something like that. Yeah. calamo Calbert.
3: and Ding Dong. Um, I want this to be true because I think that's amazing. We're going with true.
4: It is true. It
3: is true? Yeah. That's a long time.
4: Yep. And nobody will ever match that.
3: Was he on drugs? Nope.
4: nope. It, was
3: his determination. it was just his determination. He loved and the game.
4: He just didn't get injured.
3: When was this? Do you know what, what years?
4: Uh for a couple decades there. I don't know. It was all <laughs> while I was growing up. Um probably like through the, you know, late 70s, all through the 80s, most of the 90s. Wow. That's a long time to be in baseball. Mhm. All right, final one. True or false, no professional major league player has died after being hit by a pitch. No one has died after being hit by a pitch. I know it's happened, but I think it was in the minor leagues. I know it's happened a few times. They really? throw those balls hard. Yeah. And if it catches, you know, at the right place, I mean, I that's know, why they wear helmets. Something.
3: Yeah. I'm going to say this one, it, that no one has died.
4: In the major leagues.
3: Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's another one of those interesting things that Justin would have told me at some point in time. But we do know that a bird has died.
4: That's true. I've seen that. A them. bird died. Randy Johnson.
3: Really bad. Really bad death, just in y'all. in
4: one puff of feathers. Of course,
3: it was super fast. Didn't yeah. even see Didn't it coming. Didn't feel a thing. Didn't feel a thing. Went to
4: bird heaven just like that.
3: Poof. And a poof of feathers.
4: Uh, all right, we're going to go. That with...
3: bird exploded.
4: We're going to go with true. Okay. Even though I think we might be wrong on this one. I'm well, not confident on this.
3: Well, do you want to consult the chat?
4: No, no.
3: I'm going to go with our guts. We're going
4: with our guts. We're going to say it's I true. I hope
3: nobody's died.
4: False. <gasps> That's false. Ni-
3: That's awful. It was 1920.
4: Uh, that makes more sense. But yeah. Were they me.
3: not wearing helmets or something? I don't,
4: I don't, maybe not. It says it hit him in the head. So if he was wearing a helmet, I'm guessing Ugh. he would have been fine. Ugh. I would think.
3: Baseball's dangerous. Yeah. It's too long boring and you could die <laughs> uh it's,
4: congratulations Tw- I want to say 12 I, out of 15 I
3: know that it's not boring for everyone so if you love baseball that's so fine my husband adores baseball it's like his favorite thing
4: we are a researcher we achieved the level of researcher we got 12 out of 15 and the average score on this quiz 9.2 out of 15 so
3: we out averaged
4: we out the average the average.
3: I was reminding Any the thoughts? chat that I did pick baseball. so <laughs>
4: That's right. You can't complain. You were the one who chose it.
3: I'm glad I did. The chat was having a great time conversing. Um, if you're listening to this podcast in your podcast feed later and you have an opportunity to join us while we record Shoe the Dough, it can be a lot of fun. We've got quite a full chat room today. Um, we record Shoe the Dough on Tuesdays sometime between 11 a.m. and about well, now, which is about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so come join us if you can.
4: Yeah, if you sign up to follow us on Mixler, you'll get a notification when we go live.
3: Search for Studio DNA, mm-hmm. and you'll find us there.
4: Thanks so much for shoe in the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to so many people who make this work, like Chris Tilley, who did the Shoe the Dough theme, our Patreon supporters who give monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, and comment at your podcast player of preference, especially if it's iTunes. iTunes uses that info to promote the show, and it would be awesome if you could leave a comment. If there's anything else you want to say, if you have ideas for the show, maybe a question, feel free to email us at feedback at chewthedough.com. When the time
3: is right,